It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. The accent is French. Let me open the show with a key question that I actually posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Question for you. Will you say sorry to your partner even though it's not your fault? 62% of you voted, yes, I would. But 38% said, no, I would not say sorry if it's not my fault. I have a big change of mind on this one. I think it's okay to say I'm sorry if it's not your fault, just to ease the conflict and then reason later when things are calm and cool. So the word sorry is used for all of us to calm down. Don't worry about really right or wrong. Just worry about let's get the tension down and then have a great talk. You call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You have a doubt about your relationship? You need my advice, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Rosanna. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? So, I was supposed to meet my boyfriend in mm -hmm. New York, and I ended up flying a couple days earlier than I was supposed to meet him, and I was waiting for the car to pick me up, and I saw him get in the car with a blonde girl. I see. And then what and happened? I believe he's cheating on me. Because I asked him, where are you? And he said that he was still in London. Ooh, not good. No. Now I didn't you... confront him when I saw him because I was so shocked. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what to do. So I still haven't said anything. This just happened. I see. Um, Rosanna, we know now that obviously he's lying, right? Mm hmm So give me any reason, if any you have, that you would not want to confront him and, and actually, you know, break up with him? No, I don't think there's any good reason not to because I, you know, we've been talking about getting married. We're not engaged or anything, but we've been talking about it. And, I mean, how do I marry somebody? He's telling me he's still in London. So that in itself is a lie. Totally. And it didn't look like um, colleagues or something. It looked for sure like they were together. So... The good news is you picked up on this early on. You know, you're not married, you're not engaged. So I would say hasta la vista, baby, to this guy. That's no, kind of a tough one for me. We've been together it, for a year. Okay. You're how, how old are you? 40. Okay. So you're young. At 40, you want to invest your time in an honest man, in a man that will show you respect. A man who has dignity, not a lying man. True, but I also feel like it's really hard to find so, somebody. And so what do you, okay, so that goes down to this. What do you prefer, to be alone safely dating other people or do you not be alone in a relationship with a liar? Which one you prefer? I guess alone dating. I know, it's hard. It's I understand. It's not my favorite thing. It is. I, and I understand that, you know, I'm, I'm single too, but I really want to protect you and your dignity. And the despair of being alone should not be a good reason to continue to date such a liar. I understand. All right, Rosanna. Sorry about this, but I think, you know, you'll be better off like this. Thank you for your call. Be strong and good luck to you. Thank you. Tough question for you. Do you think it's better to be completely alone or in a relationship with somebody that is comfortable but not making you totally happy? Let's talk about that next. What would you prefer? 
stay in a marriage or in a relationship or partnership with somebody that is there for you but doesn't make you really happy or being totally unknown and take your chance to find a better partner. Which one would you prefer? Because my last caller, Rosanna, said something very interesting. She said, oh, Simon, my boyfriend, I caught my boyfriend lying and cheating and, and you know, but, you know, I'm 40 and, and it's hard to be dating. I don't like to be dating and single. And, and I asked her, I said, but what's worse? Being alone and single, but having a chance to meet the right person, even if it's later on, or staying with somebody that, you know, yes, you like things in common, your family gets along, your friends, you know, you dig their friends, but you caught him lying. We cannot, cannot sacrifice integrity in the fear of loneliness. And let me share a story about this next, because I really want to make my point clear. So stay with me. I'm going to share a personal story about this very topic. Have you ever made the choice to stay in a wrong relationship because of your fear of loneliness? I have. I've stayed, I think, a year and a half, way back when, with the wrong partner for me. And why? Well, we had great chemistry, so that's, you know, man are man. But we had nothing else in common. But I was, I think, insecure and afraid of being alone. And I put up with a lot of things that I would not put up with this anymore. And then my therapist told me, what is better for you? To be alone in a healthy situation or to be with a partner which you have great chemistry but nothing else in common and are self-destructive for each other. My shrink was right. We broke up and then I was happy again. So don't be afraid of loneliness. Loneliness is the step right before you get back to love. Keep that in mind. You calls and you questions are next on The Rendezvous. You have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sydney. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you? Well, me and this guy started dating. We started talking, and everything was going fabulous. I really was into him. And we've known each other all of our lives, so I thought it would be great, right? Mm -hmm. So two months later, he just stopped calling, stopped texting. And I don't know what to do. Like a few months after that, maybe two months later, he reached back out to me and I don't know, should I respond? I mean, I thought we could really have a good situation, but I just don't know what to do right now. Would you say that guy's reliable? Mm, doesn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if he got afraid. I don't know what happened. But he's ghosted on you. He He did. Mm -hmm. so, so that's why I'm torn, you know? You know it. Listen, in your intuition, do you think you should give him another chance or should you just move on? I know I should move on. You mm -hmm. answered the question for me. <laughs> I mean, your intuition did. It's like this saying, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So you know what this dude is about. Right. You're yes. right. You're right. So, so I can't, I just, God knows I'm on the side of romance, but I'm first of all on the side of you and your dignity, and I cannot let that happen. So, Sydney, don't call him back. Don't just forget about the dude and find somebody reliable. Because what kind of relationship we can have if we can't count on each other? You're right. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. So, good luck to you. Be strong and find yourself a wonderful man. Thank you, Simon. Now, I'm going to go to my Instagram and help somebody who has a major problem with dating. That is coming up next.
If you have a problem or a major problem about your relationship, just send me your question in Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. Miranda, what's going on with Chris and dating? Chris says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chris. I'm having a major problem. I'm 31 years old and I haven't been in a relationship in over 10 years. I haven't even been on a date in nine years. I've tried to put myself out there, but it just hasn't happened. My friends tell me that I shouldn't base my attraction on a relationship, but you have said you need to be attracted to someone for it to work. I just don't know what to do. I see. So if you haven't been on a date in nine years and you wonder what to do to find a new partner, Chris, stay with me. I'm going to help you next. What would you tell a friend who hasn't been on a date in nine years and he tried to put himself out there, it just hasn't happened yet? So Chris, here's my solution for you. First, keep on making friends, get to know people, go out there. You don't have the pressure. You just you just see what you feel. Because for some people, it will take a longer time than others. And also, maybe there's a defense mechanism in you because you got hurt. I don't know your story, but I can tell you this. You've got to respect the universe and the universe timing. When it's meant to be, it will happen. So don't be looking. Just enjoy making new friends until you feel, ding, the spark of love beating in your heart. And then you know it's your time. Okay? Keep the faith. Thanks for the question. And you calls are next on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. If you want to share the most romantic thing someone has done for you, now is the time. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Flavia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So what is the most romantic thing a guy did for you? I don't know if it's really considered romantic, but it was his level of sacrificing for me. Um, he didn't really have a lot of money at the time, you know, a lot of bills and so forth, but he spent his last money he had on me for one of my birthdays, and I thought that was pretty dope. Like, he so, spent his last dime and bought me, you know, little things and took me to dinner, and it, I knew it took all his money out, and I found out from his family members and his friends. So. Wow. How did that make you feel? Um... It made me feel good because I think the past guys I dealt with didn't even make an effort and they were actually more well paid and had better, you know, financial, you know, situations. So he didn't have a lot, but he gave it all. I see. Well, listen, you go big or you go home. He went big and (laughs) (laughs) and that's an expression of love. All right. Well, Flavia, thank you so much for sharing that story, that romantic gesture. You know, even when you don't have much, giving a little something of what's left to somebody you love means a lot, right? Yes, sir. All right. Flavia, thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Totally changing gears because I'm going to help somebody who sent me a Twitter DM because their partner is neglecting them in the ooh-la-la department and they need help. Coming up next. If you have a question for me, and I'm in 24-7, just send me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Miranda, what is going on between Ashley and her boyfriend for the ooh-la-la? Ashley writes, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashley. My boyfriend watches a lot of ooh-la-la videos, and I feel like it's taking a toll on our love life. He's rarely interested in ooh-la-la with me anymore, and I just feel neglected. How do I talk to him about this? You know, I'm glad you sent me that question because that's happening more often than you think. So what do you tell your partner if he prefers to watch ooh-la-la videos than being romantic with you? I'm going to tell you what to say next.
What would you tell your partner if you found out they prefer to watch Ulala videos than being romantic with you? Ashley, thanks for your Twitter DM. I believe that watching so much Ulala videos or you know, preferring Ulala videos than being romantic with your partner is a form of addiction as powerful as gambling, drinking, you know, drugs and stuff like that. And uh, only the one who has to reach bottom to realize they need to take the necessary steps to go back and learn how to live again. So I would tell my boyfriend, listen, I feel neglected, I feel lonely, and you're going to have to decide if you want to work on yourself and reconnect with me, or I will leave you because why would I want to stay with a man who prefers to watch strangers on the screen, you know, having ulala, than having ulala with me, and then see what happens. But at all times, protect your dignity, protect your heart, and remember that no one can change an addict. Only an addict can take the necessary steps. That's my advice. Your calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tessa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on with you tonight? My husband and I have been married for three years, and mm-hmm. for the past year or so, he has become quite an exhibitionist, and he wants to ooh-la-la everywhere. <laughs> and I'm, um, at first, you know, I, I complied, and I was willing to be romantic in public places, but now um, it's kind of, I don't know, sometimes I, I, I don't want to reject him, Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just feel, you know, like if I do reject him, that he'll be upset with me, that he, you know, might look other places for some ooh-la-la. Mm-hmm. And so because... I guess my question is, like, I want to have a conversation with him. I'm, af- I'm, I'm a little afraid. I don't, I don't want him to leave our relationship. I don't want him to feel rejected. So I'm wondering how I should present how I feel about it. Sure. Listen, there is, a, in my book, a rule when it comes to ooh-la-la, is you should only do what you're comfortable to do with your partner. Otherwise, uh, it's the beginning of the end, because you'll resent your partner, you'll be disgusted by your partner, you'll be you know, afraid of your partner, or you'll be just turned off. So, uh, I think that you're totally entitled, without being afraid of his rejection, to tell him you know, that you, know, you uh, once in a while can go a little wild and outside, but you know, you, you want to enjoy passionate ooh also in the privacy because the more private, the more you feel relaxed and the more also you feel that it's between the two of you and it's more precious. Now, um, if he really wants to express his, his desire with the outside, uh, you guys can always organize whatever you want in your privacy and then be creative, you know. You can go to different hotels. You don't have to go to the same home. There's so many places you can go that are just not in public, outside of your bedroom. Yes. Okay. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> Including deep in the forest or the mountains. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wild and savage. All right, Tessa, thank you so much for your call. Good luck with that talk. Don't worry, it'll be fine. Thank you. All right. Take care and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Changing gear with a question for you. Is it okay to ooh-la-la with other people if you are on a break? Oh, we'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Is it okay 
to ulala with other people if you are on a break in your relationship? What do you think? I actually posted that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, and here are the results of what you voted for. 62% said, ulala when we're on a break is cheating to me. No way. And 38% of you said, yes, if you're on the break, you can have ulala with other people. And I, part of the 62%, I think a break is not for us to be free. A break is for us to fix our relationship and not destroy it. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Thank you for spending the evening with me. And thank you for your love stories and your questions. Thank you. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.